Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Good morning, folks. Morning, Dan and Danette. Morning. Here we are. Another day, another Dan Patrick Show. If you'd like to watch Peacock. Peacock. I like the way you say Peacock. If you want to listen later, download the podcast. Download. <laughs> download. But right now, three hours live of the best sports talk Yay! on the air. Welcome to the Dan Patrick Show. I love Dan Patrick. Oh, my God. Home to the biggest guests and best sports talk on radio. I love it. One of my favorites. Mm. Normally, home to Dan Patrick. Hope you'll miss us. But today, Dan and the Danettes are off. Don't see another radio show behind my back, please. And filling in, it's an up-on-game DP takeover. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is the Dan Patrick Show. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. It's LeVar Arrington in the Fox Sports Radio studio with TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burrs. We are the Up On Game crew filling in for the great one, Mr. Dan Patrick, and the rest of the crew, the Danettes. Yeah, it is best sports talk radio. And, and you know what? We're going to do our best to make sure it continues to be the best sports talk radio in the world, people. Good morning. Hope in you the got world, your Craig. Craig, top notch, baby. Hope you got your your hot, warm tea, your coffee, your mocha latte, whatever you take, your your pumpkin spice latte, your mocha ada 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 yada means whatever you drink. I hope you got it. I hope you got your. I could, should I say newspaper or do or pulled up on your phone on your mobile device, do, getting all of your news. I don't do know. Read, do people read newspapers anymore? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I That's a great question. I haven't seen one in no. quite some time. I, no. I go to my news. 
I get news updates on my phone, does, man. Does anybody like really get quarters and put it in the machine and get newspapers in it? When's the last time Brenda you seen last, a pay phone? When, when's the last time you seen a machine where you can even get a, a newspaper? Hey, you know what? Uh, speaking of which, uh, being a paper boy was my first job at 11 years old. That was my first job. You know, that's how I figured out I could run was delivering papers with my cousin. So we were delivering newspapers, and and we went down an alleyway delivering newspapers. And one of, uh, if you know about Pittsburgh, which you know a little bit about Pittsburgh Plex, this was in the Homewood area of of town. Oh. We were on uh, a, a alleyway uh, right off of Hamilton Ave, and I was walking delivering papers. And the colors changed, uh, like for your your clothing and your hat on this block in particular from the color of the block that me and my cousin was from and then they let out a a pit bull that was the same color as their colors that they were wearing that were different from ours and and my my cousin um well he jumped on top of a car and he right. was safe um my my older brother he had like a 4140 and he was gone he was actually two blocks away um looking behind telling me to run and I was left by myself to figure out what to do with this this red nose pit running behind me with its tail or its tongue wagging. Its tail wasn't wagging, so I went running off. And that was when I felt like I was fast, and I knew this dog was catching me. And then I slowed down. I was like, I'm running so fast that this dog is going to slide right past me, and I'm gonna be like Dion. I'm a high step out of here. Let's see if this works. I put my brakes on. The dog goes sliding by like I thought it would so now I'm he feeling myself I felt so good about myself I changed directions I ran back towards him as he's sliding by me this little fat boy on on the porch because you know they had row houses so little fat boy on the porch eating chicken and and then I rolled up and I was like let me in your house let me in I ran up his he was like no 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 don't come up here I was like let me in your house he's like no by that time the dog had already regrouped and had started back around and needless to say, I jumped over the porch and jumped onto the ground while the dog was biting into, uh, yeah, into the fat boy, and he got so, a much better meal than me. So, and I figured yeah. out, so, so, so I figured out I could run. So basically, what you're saying that the Laval leap was created uh, out of necessity, yes. running from a dog in Pittsburgh, <laughs> not on a football field. Out of, out of necessity, I learned how to jump over things and jump out of things, and and that, I guess that became kind of my run away card. from the dog. Running, get away! <laughs> you are listening to the Dan Patrick Show. It's a beautiful thing. We got a whole lot going on. We got a whole lot to talk about, guys. And yeah, uh, it's it's a fine Wednesday morning. We've already discussed. Free agency, should you run to Tampa Bay and go be with Tom Brady to try to win another Super Bowl? Or do you go get some money if you're a guy that isn't going to get money? How does that play out? Do you end up in Tampa Bay? We we talked about uh, an interesting topic with Trevor Lawrence and and everything with him. Do you take him at the number one pick? If you have an opportunity to pivot out and take a, a Deshaun Watson and figure out how to do a trade on that, does that happen? Thought there's been some great perspective, great conversations going on for the show today. I want to take us into another topic, guys, uh, concerning another quarterback, and and that would be the quarterback that is in Philadelphia right now, and Carson Wentz. We trust, uh, or should I say, trust Ed? Uh, past tense. Uh, they're looking to seek a trade, and from all reports given. 
it seems as though Carson Wentz does not want to go to Chicago and would rather be united with his old offensive coordinator uh, in, in Indianapolis with the Colts. They had a great, great season last year. Their defense is really strong. The offense is pretty good. They got some good, strong receivers on the outside, T.Y. Hilton, a couple other young talents. You got a young talent in the backfield. Taylor came on this year uh, at the running back's position. It just seems like a great situation for Carson Wentz if he were able to make it to the Colts. Does he have any leverage here to get there, and is that the best fit? His leverage in is privately saying he doesn't want to go to Chicago. That, that That's the leverage he has. And, and, of course, it's the best fit, and it's the best fit for football reasons and non-football reasons. Football reasons, first and foremost, is what you said. They have a really good defense. But what they have and what he really needs, they have a really good young offensive line. Left tackle retired. I'm sure they'll probably draft a left tackle in the first round. And voila, there you go. Offensive line is back where it was. And so he has it. Now, you you look at Chicago. If, if I'm Carson Wentz, do I want to go to Chicago? If the Bears do not win, GM, Ryan Pace, head coach, Matt Nagy, they're probably going to be fired. And so does he want to go into that situation knowing it, it's the same thing in Philly? If I don't win, they're going to be on my head. The, the the fans in the city of Chicago, he just experienced that in Philly. Whereas he can go to Indy with Frank Wright. It is not going to be the type of media he was used to in Philadelphia. I mean, there's just so many different dynamics on and off the field that I believe he would prefer Indy. And he had his best success with Frank Wright, who is now the Indianapolis Colts head coach. And so it's going to be tricky, but he has to privately say, I don't want to go to Chicago because that will give them a little hesitation, but they know that their jobs are on the line, so they're going to do whatever they can to get them. Uh, I think for Carson Wentz, man, looking at all, basically all three teams, Philadelphia, Indianapolis, and Chicago, they're basically carbon copies of what he's doing in in Philadelphia. I don't think the offenses are – that the offense has changed that much if he chooses to go to Chicago or Indianapolis. But as far as looking at the Colts, I believe that is the best option for him. Looking at the offense and, and what Phillip Rivers was able to accomplish last season. You know, listen, Carson Wentz is not – they're not going to lean on him to get out of the pocket and make, legs with his, make plays with his legs, which he has been able to do over the past couple of years. He's been injury prone. But it's more of a pocket-style offense for him, and I believe that's the best option that, that, that fits his skill set. For him to go to Chicago Bears and Matt Nagy and John D. Flippo, I think is the offensive coordinator who was uh, the uh, wide receiver assistant coach with me in New York when we won this, uh, the world championship. He's a, he's a great offensive mind, then he went to Cleveland. But I think that for Carson Wentz, the best option for him is to go get reunited with his offensive coordinator, and it's the best fit for him. For, for him to go to Chicago, I, I just honestly believe that it's a bad situation getting worse. Yeah, I think the best fit for him is certainly to go with a coach that he has a rapport with, that he's familiar with. That that always matters. It's interesting. I don't know how many times you guys have had to deal with, with this, but it came up when, you know, when Marty – 
uh, shots out to Marty Schottenheimer and the Schottenheimer family. Uh, when when he passed away, this came up and it was brought to my you know my recollection uh, during my career is I was always dealing with a new coach, fellas. You know, it's like my first year there. I I'm I'm dealing with an interim head coach by season mid season. You know, I'm dealing with a new coach by my second season. I'm dealing with a new coach by my third season. I had I had three coaches. I had four coaches in three years of playing at at the pro level. In the first three years of my career, who I had who, all, who, who was your favorite one? Marty was my favorite. That he was my, hands down my favorite. Uh, my Everything would have my my trajectory was different when I was. That was when I made my first Pro Bowl. That was my first All Pro bid. That was my best season um, campaign that I had up to that point, which was only my second season. Um, I carried that momentum and made two more Pro Bowls and 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 got some some second teams on All Pro. But but my my trajectory changed. My ability to achieve changed based off of the environment that was created by. Marty and, and his coaching staff and then he was gone he was fired so the reason why I bring that point up is no matter what happens right now unless Carson Wentz ends up in Indianapolis he's going to have to deal with a new head coach here's what happens when you get a new coaching staff that comes in everybody wants to come in they want to make their presence known they want to make sure that they understand that it's going to be how I want it my way and the way that my coaching staff but does Zavar, it we we know we know for quarterbacks is different they're part, they're, but is one, it really different yes it's different you you know it's different but but is it different with more pressure because to me your the pressure of your job is going to hinge from who you have playing at the quarterback position. So even though it may be different in terms of how how the tone of what a coach may may be to a different position uh, grouping, you're still talking about the most pressure of what a, a a a coaching change is going to create is going to go directly at the quarterback position, right? But but the success of the team will come down to how well that quarterback plays. And so first, as soon as they get a job, they're, they're calling a quarterback. And, and he's had success with Frank Wright. And he's had, he hadn't had that type of success since Frank Wright left. And, and so that's why he wants to go to Indy. And, and the holdup is Indy knows he wants to go to Indy. Indy knows they need a, a starting left tackle. Indy is it willing to part with their first-round pick. We're going to stall you out. We know he doesn't want to be in Philly. We know he doesn't want to go to Chicago. We're going to stall you out. You're going to take what we offer you. Send him to Chicago. Coaches will get fired. We'll get him the next year if we don't draft the quarterback. And so there's so many variables that are going on here that regardless of who's the coach, they're going to tailor things to the quarterback as they should. New head coach, who's the first person he calls on the team? He's not calling Plexico, LeVar, or TJ. He's calling the QB. It sounds good, but to me, can God, God, TJ, TJ, you got to remember that Lavar's a defensive guy. He doesn't understand. I'm a head coach. <laughs> you got to keep coach. in mind, I'm a head coach D now, though. Defensive guys don't understand. I played. I played offense. Quarterback. I I got parade player of the year as a running back. You got parade player of the year. As a running know, back, hey, hey, we were all great. You know, I was a parade. I was. I know. I know. You, I know you was a come out of high school. Well, yeah. I don't, hey, hey. hey. 
I was a we zero star recruit coming out of high school, so I can't relate to all the accolades you big fellas all, get. All I'm saying is don't y'all try to diminish my ability to talk <laughs> about the offensive not, side of listen, the ball because listen, I play defense listen, in college and in the pros. Y'all will not disrespect me like I'm that. Not, nobody's disrespecting <laughs> your, your, your 40 skills, running away from the pit pool, running yes. people's housing, jumping yes. on top of cars. We're yes, not, public housing, running. But, but for Carson Wentz, it's all about familiarity. If he can get back yes. with Frank Wright, I think that's that, – that's the best option for him, for uh, no doubt about it. I think Mac Nagy's probably going to be out of Chicago. If he doesn't win this year, he's definitely out of there. And then he's back to square one as far as, uh, you know, being able to run an offense, to be able to, to have a rapport with the offensive coordinator. And in my first five years in Pittsburgh, there was a lot of instability as far as, you know, offensive coordinators and, and quarterbacks. In my first five years in Pittsburgh, I had Kevin Gilbride, uh, you know, Ken Wizahunt, Mike Malarkey, and in just five years, three different offensive coordinators. Man, Malarkey was low-key a good offensive look, coordinator too. Look, and then as far as, you know, me being a wide receiver and and trying to, you know, gel with my quarterback and have a rapport with him, um, I went through four starting quarterbacks in five years, Kent Graham, Cordell Stewart, Tommy Maddox, and then Ben. We did that in one season, bro, but go ahead, go ahead. But we did yes. four different that, that, quarterbacks that, that, in like one season. Man. Well, we're talking about we're, we are talking about Washington. Yeah, so, you know those, <laughs> yeah. those, those things are kind of expected at yeah. the quarterback. It's par position. for the course, huh? Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. right. So way to so, have fun so, on my at my expense. But, but so. yes, but getting back to it uh, for Carson Wentz, I think for him to go out and have some immediate success instead of going to a place where he he doesn't know the offense or understand it at all is to get back with his guy, guy Frank Wright so he can get all these people out of out of his ear of uh, of how bad he's been. Yeah. So well, and he's been bad. Oh, and and he bad. has been bad. He's turned the ball over. He hasn't he hasn't played well. There could be a lot of elements as to why he has played so poorly, but you know, one thing that I'll introduce before we wrap this one up and and speaking of wrapping up, we're going to wrap up this segment pretty soon as well. I would offer this and having the familiarity of of uh, Coach Reich and going there, I still think that it brings into play a lot of of uncertainties that could lead to a destructive, disruptive type of situation. And the reason why I say that is for the very reasons that we're saying it would make sense for him to go there and be a part of that that team and that organization because of his familiarity and the belief of the head coach that used to coach him and coached him at at his highest moment is going to now have the pressure of delivering because he brought in this player that he had so much success with in Philadelphia it's going to be so much pressure on on Carson Wentz to have to be able to do well immediately right out of the gate and we all know I don't know how we gotten so far removed from understanding the level of familiar familiarity and continuity as it applies to players now what took place in Tampa Bay I get it all right first year quarterback he gets in it's a COVID year it redefines how we're supposed to look at immediately winning but there's something to be said about learning your team, learn, getting that timing down, getting the continuity of it down, and going from there. I think a lot of those things could play against a guy like Carson Wentz, and it could backfire on the coach. And now the coach, is, he, his job is on the line based upon no, making this decision. No way. No, no Why way. Why not? Why not? If Carson not? Wentz doesn't play well, you know what they're going to say? He's finished. 
He's uh, Carson he, Wentz. He, he, he's finished. He hasn't played well in a couple years. Frank Wright couldn't save him. That's what they're going to say. They're not. Frank Wright is not lying. Will not be on the job. They'll say Carson Wentz is finished. Um, what happened in Philadelphia? He's not able to overcome. Blah 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 blah. Let's go get another quarterback. If he plays well, and he doesn't have to have immediate success, he just needs to show progress. And if he plays well, they'll say, oh, wow, him and Frank Wright have this connection. This is where he needed to be all along. They just have this chemistry that, you know, other people don't have. And so for me, for the Colts, it's a win-win if he does not play well. But it's it's hard to believe they have a run game, that offensive line, that defense. You play Jacksonville. Uh, probably a rookie quarterback. You play the Houston Texans twice in your division. Deshaun Watson may or may not be there. In essence, you can probably count on four wins right there. And so the hardest team you're going to play in your division, the toughest team, would be the Tennessee Titans. And so right off the bat, you got four wins. There you go. Well, I'm glad that you guys brought up the the treatment of quarterbacks and how well it goes because what I would like to do on the other side of us paying these bills Let's talk about the treatment of the professional athlete. It has been made into a very polarizing and and provocative conversation by one basketball player. Oh, yes, we're former football players, but we do talk basketball. By the way, some of us could have played basketball if we decided to play basketball. I mean, I ain't going to say no well, names, but Plexico Burst. I think, I think it, there's only one out of this trio. You know, that, I, you know well, I got recruited, but I was, I was talking about you <laughs> just purely based upon your your height and, and status of, of, of how tall you were. But I don't oh, yeah. know if you would have been able to bang down in the trenches and, and get rid of <laughs> You are a tad bit slim, sir. But, but, you know, it is what it is. And, and, you know, if you were good at it, Plex, they might – treat you well but then they might treat you not well and 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 that's the whole premise of our topic coming up on the other side of this break we're going to talk draymond green treatment of players and top players when they request trades you're listening to the dan patrick show with the up on game crew filling in i'm lavar arrington that's tj hushmanzada and plexico burris this is fox sports radio we'll be right back Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. 
and Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Oh, yeah. Ah, That's my era right there. It's my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court just like I'm the king of the microphone on the Dan Patrick show, that is. Yeah, good morning. My two-step right now. Ah, welcome into the show, everybody. Uh, Yeah, you were listening to the Dan Patrick show. We're the Up On Game crew filling in. I'm LeVar Arrington. That's TJ Hushmanzada. The guy you heard talking a whole lot of noise about basketball and this, that, and the other was one Plexico Burris. And speaking yeah. of Plexico Burris, let's touch on a topic of conversation that has become a very, very, very provocative conversation concerning your old uh your your alumnus, your alumni, your your yeah, my, your guy. My guy Day Day. My guy Day Day. Day Day, is that what y'all call him? That's yeah, that's Day-Day. the, the neck nickname you, you guys use so well for him. Yeah, from the Sag Nasty. Shout out to Saginaw. Okay, Sag I know about Saginaw. You know, I know a little bit about it. I mean I know more about Bloomfield Hills. I mean, Bloomfield Hills means that's where the people with money, that's where they are. I mean, I heard Saginaw is a little different. Uh, uh, oh, it's a lot different. Trust yeah, so shots out to, isn't that where Charlie Rogers is from? Shots out to Charlie yeah, Rogers, man. My brother, God, my God brother, rest the, the legend, right? All right, so here's some sound bites. Obviously and apparently, Michigan State people love to be controversial and and stir things up. So here's a soundbite from Michigan State's uh, Draymond Green. Drumming before the game, sit on the sideline, then go to the back and then come out in street clothes because a team is going to trade him. It's bullshit. But you can say Andre Drummond is getting traded publicly and we're looking to trade him publicly and he's to stay professional and just deal with it. But then when Kyrie Irving say, oh, my mental health is off, everybody go crazy about that too. Do you not think that affects someone mentally? As much as we put into this game to be great, to come out here and be in shape, to produce for fans every single night, and most importantly, to help your team win. Do you think that doesn't affect someone mentally? 
But as players, we're told to, ah, oh, no, you can't say that. You can't say this. But teams can. It goes along the same lines of when, when everyone wants to say, oh, man, that young guy can't figure it out. But no one wants to say the organization can't figure it out. At some point, the players must be respected in these situations. And it's ridiculous. And I'm sick of seeing it. Y'all have a great night. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Why is Draymond so mad, Plex? I mean, let's start with you. I'm going to so. tell you why, man. Tell I'm going to tell you why, Tell man. us why he's so mad. Hey, man, the reason why you love Draymond Green is because he's he always he's always going to come out and voice his opinion, not only for himself, his teammates, and even guys around the league. So to let them know that you know they have a voice, and w- when it comes to situations like this, and you look at the whole, you, you look at the Andre Drummond situation. We just had this conversation last week. It continues to show us that the owners are saying, we are the owners, you are the players. So we are going to conduct business for the organization, what we fit is best for us. Then we will talk to the player. So so basically what the team is doing to Andre Jumman is saying, listen, you have more value to us and being traded and going to another team and to bring in, you know, I don't know who they're bringing in, maybe two or three more players. So we are going to sit you just in case of the possibility that you get injured and now you not you are not able to pass a physical to go to another team. It's a double standard. LeBron came out and supported Draymond when he came out and said and, and, and came out and said that. But what it what it shows us is that the owners are showing us that you know we're we're always going to be in control. But when the player chooses to sit out, which I, I, I I've never agreed with that. They're a healthy scratch. You know what? I'm tired. Uh, LeBron is resting tonight. You know all these people show up and LeBron's not playing. People get upset. But now. The, as an organization, you're doing the same thing, but you throw these guys under the bus when they want to rest for a night or two off because they're playing five games in seven days. They take a day off, but for the organization, you can rest and you're not going to play Andre Drummond because it gives him the possibility of getting hurt, and now you lose the value of the, the players coming to your team, and now you can't trade him. Mm. When, 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 I, when I look at it, I, I, you, I see both sides of it. Now, let me ask you guys this. It, it wasn't just Andre Drummond. It was Blake Griffin. Have y'all seen Blake Griffin run up and down the court lately? I, I have guarantee, not. Man, I guarantee Blake Griffin is like, cool, I ain't got to run up and down the court. Yes, I don't want to play and I get paid. He, 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 he's nothing like he was. When you're on a losing team and you have a possibility to be traded to a winning team, do you believe – that they care that they're not playing right now. I I believe if now I don't know if it's okay. We really talked to them and we agreed to not play, but I I don't believe they mind. The problem where where what Draymond is talking about where I feel him is this: if Anthony Davis can be fined for saying I want to be traded, then how can a team come out and say we're trading him publicly? But when I say I want to be traded publicly, I get fined for that. That's the double standard. Mm-hmm. But yes. we we also have to take into account that the NBA is a company that team 
is your employer. You're the employee. And so, in essence, if they don't want to play you, they don't have to play you. <laughs> and so, that that's what people have. And if you don't like it, that's crazy. then don't play. Retire. And that, I mean, in essence, it could really be that type of game. But where Draymond, where I completely feel him, Anthony Davis comes out and says, I want to be traded and they find him. But then you can say, we're trading these guys publicly and it's not a big deal but I, I don't believe either one of those guys mind it because they're probably looking to get to better situations I think there are a few layers to to this conversation I, I I would say the first the first part of it is I think that there is there's some sensibility there is some uh some merit to to what Draymond is saying um and the stance that he's taken it sounds as though it's a big brother uh role that he's taken in this moment where he popped off um, almost coming to the defense of, of someone that he cares about. Uh, it also comes across as kind of entitled. And and I think it pushes that entitled envelope because I mean, let's be honest. If you're disgruntled about the treatment as an NBA player, try being a football player, Dre. You 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 went out for the football team. I saw you in in the uniform at spring practice. Uh, hey, when, hey, when you when you say entitled, uh, who 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 are you speaking of? Oh, Draymond. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. didn't he try to play tight end? It looked like he tried. Yes, he to did. Play. Yes, he did. It was short lived. Yeah, but he did. It, I mean, it's short lived enough where you probably wouldn't remember him putting on. Yeah, I, the same yeah, uniform I remember that. But, uh, but but but. You just said it's a, a sense of entitlement. A sense of entitlement, of entitlement in, in terms for him of speaking up. No, 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 no. Oh. Not for him speaking up. Everybody has the right to speak up and say what they feel. There's nothing oh, wrong okay. with that. I'm saying sense of entitlement based upon the content of what he was speaking up about. Like, I, I get that. You know, fans are always going to generally outside. Of, I mean, I guess now fantasy football has changed the, the mentality of the fan. They're more about their points and more about their their players on their team than sometimes they are about the team they root for. It has kind of decentralized. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it has decentralized the, the traditional approach to fandom. But in, in the truest regard and the truest sense of when you're dealing with fans and cities and they represent their their franchises, players come and go. But a lot of times diehard fans – live and die by what their team is doing. I mean, just like Joel in, in the control room that tried to drown me out with the music, you you know. Drown them out, Joel. Joel. Joel has on his Detroit Lions baseball cap, right? Wow. And, 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 and for what it's worth, I bet you Joel is sitting back there like Sam Brad, or uh, Sam, wait, 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 Stafford, Matthew Stafford is, it wasn't, ever to answer for us in Detroit anyway. So he back there shaking his head, right? So he wasn't our guy anyway. Do you feel that now that he's gone, right? He was not the answer for Detroit to get to where they're trying to go. I'm glad he's gone. Okay, so there you go. That is the mentality of a fan, right? So when, when it comes out and fans and media jump on players for saying they want to go or they don't want to play and that people start burning jerseys and saying we wanted you to go we we're happy that you left we we're happy that we have you on the bench 
to me, that's always going to be a part of it. You're never going to outdo that because of the loyalty that people have for the franchises that they choose to put their loyalty in. So I almost feel like it's a wasted conversation to begin with unless you're looking at the approach of the conversation to say what, that that players should be allowed to say they want to trade and that players should still be played even if they're not going to play for that team anymore. What is the what is the purpose? For me, what I took away from it was trying to still figure out is the purpose of what he said and his and his anger and and disappointment is that based off of him just wanting players to still be played, players to be able to say what they want to say, how they want to say it and everybody be treated the same as is, is is that what what was his ultimate goal, fellas? Because to me, I'm still kind of lost on what he was trying to get accomplished with with stepping up and saying that. Well, what he's basically saying to us and, and to the media and to the owners and to the organizations of the NBA is that he is fighting for, along with all the rest of the players, the same thing that Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson are fighting for. They want to be involved with the decisions. And that is what Draymond Green is you know, coming out and trying to say is that, listen, if you're an owner and you can trade a team publicly and, and there's no repercussions for it, why does Anthony Davis getting fined 50 grand or whatever the price was for saying that he wants to be traded? And then so, you also re- remember Plax and, and, and LeVar uh, when uh, – Draymond went publicly and was like, "Man, Devin Booker needs to leave Phoenix." Yeah, they 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 find him. They find him for that. So it's a lot of things. He's like, "I can't speak my mind and say X, Y, and Z, but you guys can do this." Maybe that's where it's coming from. Let me let me let me ask you guys this. Let let me ask you guys this. And I'm not I'm not a race baiter at all. And I'll get tweeted and I'll get messages. All you do is bring up race. This is the one time I'm uh, I'm just going to ask the question. Um, because I'm, I just think things through and I kind of sift through it and dissect it and I come up with, with things that maybe may be relevant, maybe not. I don't know. You tell me. But, you know, all of the names that we're throwing out there, they're all black athletes. When you look at what just took place with some of these other athletes that are leaving the teams that they're leaving, there's a mutual agreement between J.J. Watt to leave and Houston to leave the team. No no beef, no drama, no no kickback, no blowback, just nothing. Stafford leaves, no blowback, no no jumping out there in the media talking crazy. Goff, same difference, no jumping out there, no going crazy. I I just I'm I, let me ask the question. In looking at what has taken place with how Deshaun Watson is approaching it with a strong arm mentality, Draymond Green approaching and broaching the conversation with a strong arm mentality and and it being so public and and out there in the media, do you think that this is maybe a, a product of the sign of the times of where things are? Obviously, Black Lives Matter was was a tremendously big movement um, not too long ago and has really kind of reshaped how America is is, is handling things and, and looking at things. Uh, I just wonder, is this one of those is is this an is this a move? 
for empowerment? Is this an empowerment move? Is it based off of that? Do you guys see any type of correlation where we're looking at the framing of how we look at athletes and how they're being treated as saying, look, we're looking at a lot of social injustices that are taking place. These are things that we want to start shining light on and have no problem with saying how we feel as it applies to how we're looking at our contractual situations or our places of employment. I mean, 100%, it's always a method to the madness. And I truly believe personally, had Draymond not been fined, had Anthony Davis not been fined, it wouldn't be a topic of discussion. And you see it both ways, but ultimately, when you are the employee, you pretty much listen to the employer. You when you comply, you, you or you get fired or you quit. So what you going to do? And so when you receive your check, there's a name at the top of that check that's paying you. That's another employer. They make the rules. And we as athletes have been spoiled our entire lives. And then when you retire is what you said. <laughs> One, two, three, four years go by, and you're Ooh, like, fourth oh, year, man. you're like, wait, hold on, did you did you know what my name was? You you walking down the sidewalk for the first time in your life and can do it. Nobody man, knows you. You 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 call to uh, make a dentist appointment when we're playing. When you want to come in today, right. yeah, I'll come in today. <laughs> you get to the real world dentist appointment. I can two see weeks. you in three weeks. Yeah. You're like, huh? Right. I right. can't come in tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just so many right. different things that change. Right. But when it, again. I get where Draymond is coming from, but ultimately he's an employee and you just have to fall in line. I mean, it is what it is, um, but the NBA, as we all know, the players have so much. They, they've changed the whole scope of professional sports because they are active. They speak out, and Draymond speaking out, things are going to change because of what he just said. Now, right. how much, I don't know. But I, I believe there will be some change, but but not as much as he wants. All right, there's going to be some more basketball discussions that take place later on the show. We're bringing on Eric Pincus in the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, he's the lead Lakers writer for, for Bleacher Report. So we'll get back into the NBA. Uh, but before we go back into the NBA, you know, we, we've had this quarterback's uh, – topic going for the 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 show that that's been our overarching message of breaking down quarterbacks so let's go back to another place that is relatable to one plexico burrs as he brought him up uh earlier on in the show and and we'll throw in a, a receiver with that uh we're going to talk big ben and juju What's the situation there in Pittsburgh? How does that play out? If you like what you just heard, make sure you subscribe to the Up On Game podcast. Catch us live on Fox Sports Radio on Saturdays from 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern time. We do a pretty good job. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that we're, you know, the greatest ever, but, you know, we're certainly far we from find the worst. Our way. You know? We find in our way, right? We, you, you know, know find in our way. I feel like we be really putting cats up on game. I mean, it's like that's, that's what the name of the show is because we, you know, three cool cats came together and was like, man, we really needed to do this. So make sure you subscribe to, to Up On Game Podcast. We're really appreciative of being on, on Dan Patrick's show today. We're filling in for him. Uh, and we're going to continue the conversation. So, yeah, Dan Patrick's show with Up On Game crew. And we're going to take a quick break. But on the other side, yeah, Big Ben and, uh, and Juju. Let's see what happens. 
Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back into the show, the Dan Patrick Show, that is, with the Up On Gang crew filling in. LeVar Arrington, Plexico Burrs, TJ Hushmanzada, TJ Hushmanzada, Plexico Burrs, LeVar Arrington. We're here. Got my man Big Sexy in the back, Gavin. He's killing it, making sure we're smooth and we're good. And we got the Detroit Lion from uh, where? Where? What part you from, Joel? What? What? What part? My family's in Ben Harbor. Okay, Ben Harbor. There we go. All right, there we go. Oh, he, right. oh, he, he way out there. Well, he's a he's a Wolverine fan, by the way, Plexico. Just so you know, I was just oh, wow. making sure. I, I, you know what? 
I knew it was something. I felt uncomfortable <laughs> when he said it as well. I had to make sure he said uh, Wolverines. He didn't say Michigan. He said, yeah, I'm a Wolverine. In you, know, you know what? Usually the Detroit Lions fans Wolverine. are UM guys. You know, so uh, it, it's kind of expected. Yeah, that's you know, usual. I, I can, I can, I, hey, I can tell how, how the music is coming. In. <laughs> Unbelievable. The well, music welcome ain't coming in just right. Welcome back to the show. And and speaking of losing, uh, in terms of talking about the Detroit Lions, I mean, uh, maybe they would want to bring in Ben Roethlisberger as uh, someone who can compete for the job if. Uh, if Jared no Goff way. doesn't doesn't get it done, let's let's venture off into the world of Ben Roethlisberger, Juju Schuster Smith, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> what uh, Juju Schuster Smith Smith Schuster? I mean, it's one of the two. I mean, they're both the same name, though. I mean, it's correct. Anyway, uh, are they back in Pittsburgh next year? What say you? And is it a good decision to bring uh, bring them back? As, and let's start off with Ben Roethlisberger. Do you bring him back, and is it a good decision? Hey, Plex, you're the uh, resident Steeler. I'm going to let you go ahead and go first, brother. You know what? Um, I, I think this is a difficult you know, decision for the Pittsburgh Steelers in knowing that uh, Ben is basically in the last year of his contract. I think he's due over $40 million. And, you know, this is his last year on his deal. But he said he'll restructure. He said he will restructure to come back because he just wants to finish out, you know, his last year in Pittsburgh. And I do believe that he'll be back under center this 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 coming season oh. because I believe that Kevin Gilbride and Mike Tomlin are going to give him that, that graceful, you know, you can play out your last year, retire, and we're going to move on. But for Ben, you know, just looking at, you know, the, the, how he's been able to, uh, you know, maneuver over the past couple seasons, you know, he hasn't looked good in the pocket. And, you know, the game is changing. You know, guys are getting faster. You know, I mean, just look at the guys, you know, T.J. Watt, Bud Dupree, these guys are coming off the edge. And, you know, he's more of a pocket quarterback now. And then you add on the fact that, you know, Pouncey just retired after 12 seasons. Both of the twins retired. And that center position for the Pittsburgh Steelers is everything for that offense. For people that don't know, the center in Pittsburgh basically makes all the calls, all the fronts, and then the quarterback just basically goes off what the center, you know, you know makes the calls to the quarterback. And, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers have only had, I believe, four or five centers in the last 70 years. Mm. That, that's mind-boggling. So I believe he wants to come back. You know, I, I don't know the situation. If the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be able to, uh, you know, get it done. But, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Hold on, TJ. Hold on, because here's, here's what's going to happen. This is what you call a tease. We're <laughs> going to get to a break. And on the other side of this break, I want to know what TJ thinks. Because we just heard what a receiver thinks. So I want to hear what another receiver thinks since these guys think that they're better than me because they played on the <laughs> offensive side of the ball. 
And then if there's anything left on the bone, I will handle that and we'll go from there. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show with the Up On Game crew filling in. LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, Plexico Bursts, Fox Sports Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits... LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.